0: Someone asked me recently how this all got started. Well, I said, it started with a girl. He laughed. I changed the subject, but it got me thinking back to that night where everything changed. Jesus, I was young then. I wasn't so long ago, but I was young. Know what I mean? I was a junior at Forrester University. When I think about it now, I see myself walking through the early morning fog that sometimes rolls in off the lake. My life was like that. Walking along the paths I knew, not looking too far ahead, not worrying about what I couldn't see. But me and Randy and Mike, we thought we knew it all. Hotshot athletes on a small campus, strutting around like we owned the place. We thought we knew about school. We thought we knew about life. We thought we knew about love. Me? I thought love was climbing into bed, a pounding release, and falling asleep. Love was a pleasant scent, a softer shade of fur, a willing smile. Love was a sexy girl, a girl who wouldn't wake me up in the morning, a girl who would wait until I called her. Mike wanted a cute ass, Randy looked for a big chest, but I loved the muzzle and ears. A girl with a nice face, whose eyes lit up when she saw me, whose voice made me tingle. At least, that was my dream. I never thought I'd actually meet her, not till that night. In Between, Dev. April, 2006. A spotter just after midnight. I'm hanging out with the guys down at the Fang, drinking, laughing, joking, eyeing the cuties. Everyone knows the team goes there to drink every Friday night, so the ladies set themselves up down at the end of the bar. We look, we pick, we take what we want. Forrester University isn't a big football school, but there are always a few girls ready and willing for any jock that comes along. I don't know how long she's been at the bar, but she's not giggling with a tigress who's been trying to catch my eye for an hour, and she didn't come back from the ladies' room with the sweet-looking bitch who just left with my bud Randy. She's in between the girls and boys, sitting in her own little world, The think of it is. The thing that gets me about her is that she doesn't seem to mind. She inhabits her world, fills it, and doesn't need the rest of us. The squirrel beside her keeps shooting looks from under her painted eyelids at both groups, Jealous of the pretty girls and desperate for a date, but the little vixen is different. She ignores everyone as she sips something colorless from a tall, thin glass, tipping it expertly into her narrow, russet muzzle. Chocolate ears swallow the dim light, but occasionally I can see the white insides as they flick back and forth. I know she's listening to both us and the girls, and now that I'm watching more closely, I can see the small curve of her smile. Hey! Hey, Dev! I snap back to Mike, the cougar who plays opposite me in the secondary. Huh? I said, Are you going to go with that one or not? He jerks a thumb towards the tigress with all the subtlety of a fawn colored brick. I look again at the vixen. She's wearing a plain white blouse, offset with a gold bracelet on one arm. Maroon skirt. Long, flowing, russet tail. No. All right, I'm going to go for it. He grabs my extended paw and shook it. See you tomorrow. Yeah. I'm left with Jason and Eck, a wolf and coyote who backed up our positions in the whiteouts. They're looking at the fox, too, and then at me. I was never much for foxes, to be honest. Little things, and they're always trying to outsmart you. Most of them think they're so fucking clever if they get you to say something stupid. Yeah, they're pretty, and they know it, but they're more trouble than they're worth. The tigress takes another look at me, but my disinterest must be obvious, because she takes off with Mike— Eck clears his throat. Hey, uh, I was thinking about going for that fox. That's nice, I say, getting up. You keep thinking about that. Their mutters die down behind me as I walk up to the bar. The squirrel perks up for one hopeful moment until I park myself on the other side of the vixen, then she slumps down again, like I could give a shit. Up close, the vixen is still striking, not one hair out of place. She pretends not to notice me at first, but I've timed it pretty well. She's just finishing her drink. Buy you another, I rumble. She turns to me now, and her eyes are bright and blue. Contacts, I think. But God, they're gorgeous. So is the curve of her smile. Actually, she says, in a low, husky voice that reminds me of Lauren Bacalli, I'm about finished here. I was just going to head home. Oh, I can't tell whether this is a brush off or not. Any other girl I'd come right back with, how about I join you? But for some reason, I'm hesitating here.